Welcome, library friends, to the Silverton Library Connection podcast, where pages turn, stories unfold, and community bonds grow stronger. I'm your host, Misty Anderson. Join me as we dive into the world of books, explore the heart of our library, and uncover the pulse of our town's happenings. This is the Silverton Library Connection podcast. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and entertained. Hello, Silverton Library friends. Welcome to another edition of the Silverton Library Connection podcast. I'm your host, Misty Anderson, and the library director here in Silverton, Colorado at the Silverton Public Library. I'm so glad you joined us today. I am very excited about this topic because it's something that happens to me every single day, and that is the intersection of technology and literature. And what that means to me is, as a librarian and a library director being in the library all the time, I see how much technology is changing literature for the better. And so I wanted to discuss that today. So really, um, what I want to talk about is ebooks, audiobooks, and digital reading trends. So um, the intersection of technology and literature has transformed the way people access and engage in books. Um, we have the invention of digital formats such as ebooks and audiobooks, and readers like you and I have a more diverse and convenient options for consuming literature. It's crazy. So um, the first thing I want to discuss is ebooks. Okay, so like a Kindle, hate a Kindle, like reading on your iPad, think it's awful. Either way you slice it, ebooks have really changed the accessibility and the convenience of reading. And it's made literature more accessible to a global audience. Uh, readers can instantly download books, which eliminates the need for shipping or a visit to a physical bookstore and the convenience has particularly benefited those with mobility issues or limited access to physical books. So if you're somewhere, you know, and you're on this work trip and you can't get to somewhere where there's books, you can have it all on your digital reader. And so I think that's kind of why I jumped on, well, I initially jumped on the bandwagon of e-readers because of um, the, the capability to increase the font. But what I quickly loved was that I could have access to physical books anywhere. So like if I were on vacation and I'm like, I don't really like this book, I could like quickly get on their Wi-Fi, download a new book and have a new book right there. So the convenience is something that is very important to me. Um, the second thing is it's like a portable library, right? You can carry your whole darn library in your pocket or your backpack. And so if you're traveling and you want a nonfiction book and a fiction book, and you're also working on a parent book club, and you're also reading a book in leadership for your job. You can literally have all four of those books right on your e-reader, and bam, it's so easy. I, I promise you this is not a 
I'm trying to sell you on e-readers, but I do want you to open your mind a little bit in what they've done for a lot of people and, and what it might could do for you. Because quite frankly, I was a book only girl up until I would say four years ago. So the experience I have is in the last four years. Um, you know, a lot of these ebooks often come with a lot of interactive features, such as like annotations. You can highlight and search different functionalities. I really like the highlighting when I'm working through, like, for instance, a parenting book club for a, you know, that I'm reading through and I want to remember to discuss those things at the book club. I'll go through and highlight them in my e reader. So, those tools enhance the experience overall, and they provide reader, readers with a new way to engage and analyze the text that you're reading, which is so helpful, especially when you think about like, I'm not a student, but if I would have had this as a student, being able to go back and like click on it and see what something means and highlight it and dig into it more, that would have been so helpful because my, uh, my textbooks were everything was highlighted. I was that girl. <laughs> um, digital platforms have also um, really helped the publishing process. And this is something that I really love. They've allowed aspiring authors to self-publish their work without traditional gatekeepers. And in turn, this has led to a surge in independent and you know niche literature, which that's amazing. It provides all of us with a broader range of voices and genres. And so self-publishing has really, really benefited from the blow up of eBooks. Um, and I've seen it and I've read so many new authors just because of their ability to self-publish. So that's our discussion on eBooks. Again, like them, really want a paperback book, I believe there's a place for all of it. Sometimes I just want to read a physical book. Sometimes I want to get through my book because I'm so into it and the Kindle helps me read really quickly because I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, because I make it the largest font that they make available. And it is so true, and I've seen it with so many people, the bigger the font, the faster you read. And so if that's something, if you feel like tired eyes or you feel like maybe your your reading speed is slowing down and you're like, oh, I'm getting old, maybe it's just the font and you can increase the font. So an ebook would help you with that. Through the library, you can get the Libby app and you can get a book on Libby for free and then you can choose to bump it to your Kindle. And so if you don't have a physical Kindle, you can download the Kindle app and you can get that on your phone or your tablet. So if that's something that you're wanting to do, it's definitely accessible and free from the library. All right. The second thing we'll discuss is audiobooks, which is seriously one of my favorite topics because I am so over the, well, I didn't read it. I listened to it. No, sister, you read it, <laughs> right? Reading in 2024 is audiobooks. <clears throat> audiobooks enable readers to consume literature while they're engaged in other activities, right? Such as 
driving to work, exercising, doing your chores. And this multitasking capability has expanded the time available for reading and attracted a whole new audience for literature. And I'll raise my hand and say, I'm one of those people. There are books I've gotten into that I would have never physically read, but I was like, you know what? I can listen to this. And you know what? I'm also going to, uh, you know, do some cross stitching or I'm also going to clean up my bedroom, whatever it was. And that multitasking and accessibility made me jump, jump into other areas of literature I didn't even hadn't explored. Um, the rise of audiobooks has elevated the importance of narration and performance in literature. And oh my gosh, some of these audiobooks are like I'm listening to a movie. Um, you know, a skilled narrator can bring characters to life. They enhance the emotional impact of the story. And for a lot of people, this has led to the recognition of audiobook narration as an art in itself. When you think about like, um, can't think of his name, but the author that did Harry Potter, he won so many awards because he did 400 voices for one man in Harry Potter. If you've never listened to Harry Potter as an audiobook, it is such a treat. You also learn how to say a lot of words that you probably wouldn't otherwise know how to say because when you're reading something, you know, you're like, your brain says it one way. But then when you listen to the audiobook, you're like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, so the other thing is, you know, some of, like, I think about Fairy Tale by Stephen King. If you haven't, listen to that. It is it, it the voices and the imagery and I tried, 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 tried to read the physical book and I could not read it. But the audiobook I could not put down. And so if there's a book that you are really struggling with, an audiobook is an excellent option. For me, uh nonfiction I learn really well from listening. And so when I'm in a nonfiction book or I'm in a book club where I'm learning a lot, I love to listen to those because I feel like it sticks a little more. And then the last thing I'll say about audiobooks, and many people probably don't think about this, is audiobooks contribute to inclusivity by making literature more accessible to individuals with visual impairments or learning disabilities. And for me, many of you know my children, and one of my daughters is legally blind. She is an avid reader, and you would never know this about her. Where this stems from is her love of stories that started from audiobooks at a very, very young age. So at around I would say 18 months, I started just turning Libby stories on and um, letting them listen. And they, their vocabulary expanded, but they fell in love with the stories. And that love of stories led to the, I'm going to learn to read and I can do this. And it has helped, um, it has helped the audio format allows her to have the same experience any other reader would have 
meeting her unique needs. And so if you have someone in your life that struggles with visual impairments or any kind of disabilities, um, an audiobook might be a great option for them. So I'm very passionate about that topic. I get really upset when people say, you know, oh, well, they've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, but they don't read a lot of books. They're reading a lot of books. They're getting the love of reading, and that's where it all starts, and it makes it so much more accessible. All right, now let's top, talk about our last topic, and that is digital reading trends. So um, some of you guys know, like, there, there's a lot of subscription services out there. So like Kindle Unlimited, Audible, um, and other ebook and audiobook services have grown significantly. These services offer you a vast library, but they come with a fee. And so Libby and the library and Cloud Library and Hoopla, if you have a Durango Public Library card, all allow you the same things that the Kindle Unlimited and the Audible and those other subscriptions will, but the library pays for it and you don't have to. If you are out there and you're like, okay, she's talked about Libby twice now or cloud library, and you don't know how to log on to that. It's very simple. Bring your device up. If you need me to show you how to get an ebook over to Kindle, I'm happy to help with you that with that too. And like I said on a previous podcast, if you are a Durango Public, if you're a Silverton resident, you can get a Durango Public Library card for free. And they also have a service called Hoopla, which is another app for ebooks and audiobooks. All right, enhanced ebooks. So, right now, this is something, a topic I wrote down, I made sure I wanted to talk about because I'm not sure if any of you have seen this yet, but publishers are starting to experiment with what's called an enhanced ebook that incorporates like multimedia elements and graphics and author commentary. Uh, author commentary. Um, and so these additions aim to create like a more immersive reading experience, especially for genres like nonfiction and like educational materials. I haven't personally experienced these except I was at a conference and I was able to view some and holy wow, it was like watching a 3D movie like Things would jump out when you clicked on something. And so I could see how from like a learning or like an educational material, it would be really helpful. And then the last thing I want to discuss is book communities and social reading. So technology has facilitated this big growth of online book communities where readers can discuss and share their thoughts on literature. So like Facebook for, you know, literature. Social reading platforms allow us to connect with fellow book lovers. And for me, it fosters kind of a sense of community around a shared interest. The most popular one that you probably know of is Goodreads, which is actually owned by Amazon. And I've been using Goodreads for about four years. I have a lot of friends on Goodreads, and it's a good platform for finding a book, tracking what, you know, how you're moving along in the book, keeping up with what your friends are reading, keeping up with like an, what an author is doing that you like. Um, however, a lot of people, 
are trying to get away from Goodreads um, because there's a lot of new apps out there that offer even more. Um, specifically, one that I know of is Bookworm. And one of our um, library staff members uses Bookworm and she loves it. And she loves it for the inclusivity and the diversity of the people and the books that are suggested to her. Um, the other one that I know of is Bookly, B-O-O-K-L-Y. So if you're looking to join a book community, those are three broad different kinds. Um, but I would definitely dig in and see what most interests you. I am probably going to be switching over my platforms very soon um, because I am very interested in a lot more inclusivity and diversity in authors. And I think there are some other platforms that offer that. So do your homework when you're looking into, um, you know, it's a social community. So you're joining something like Instagram, you would like dig into it a little bit. So figure out what works best for you. All right, library friends, that is all we have for today on our um, the conclusion of the intersection of technology and literature. I really it's you know, it's not only changed the way we read, but it's expanded the library and the literary landscape, ebooks, audiobooks and emerging digital trends um, now offer us a lot of new opportunities for engagement, for accessibility and really creativity within the world of literature, which is so amazing. So it's like, I know a lot of us press against technology. I live here in Silverton, like a lot of you, and I want to put my phone down and I want to put it all down. But there is definitely a place for technology as a reader and so many ways where we can discover, consume, and interact with different stories. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to being with you again in a couple of weeks. I hope everyone is doing well, and I look forward to seeing you at the library very soon. Take care.